Hello, this is the Life and Soul podcast with me, Emma Forbes. 2020 really was an eventful year, and amidst the madness, we've all had time to reflect on what we most appreciate in life. And although we're still surrounded by uncertainty, it's important to be reminded of what really matters. I'm going to be asking some fabulous guests what makes them tick, asking them what really gives them life and what really feeds their soul. So join me for some nuggets of wisdom, a moment to breathe, and above all, a good old chat over a virtual cup of tea. And I hope that by listening, you'll leave feeling a little brighter about the year ahead. I'm thrilled because I've got a super dear friend of mine who I have missed in 2020. I'm determined to see in 2021, Kelly Hoppen. Oh, hello. We, well, we always keep in touch, but we've kept in touch a lot during this COVID madness. Yeah, I know. It's been a crazy, crazy time. And you know, the weird thing is like the years always go really fast, but this just seems to have like when someone said to me in the studio, like it's four weeks till we shut down. I was like, what? Like, and kind of looking back at lockdown, it was three months. I remember the first week thinking, oh, it's only another week. And then suddenly it was three months. I don't know about you, but I've also lost sense of time in terms of like weekends. Somebody said to me, what are you doing this Sunday? And I was like, probably the same as I did on a Tuesday. Like everything's like melted into one. But I have to say, you know, credit where credit's due. My God, you've kept everybody going because, you know, I'm always talking about social media. But but during this whole thing, you were so brilliant and inspiring. And then what I've loved in the more recent posts are, are the ones where you've gone... F-U-C-K COVID. Oh, I know. I, well, you know, it got to a point. I mean, to be honest, we can say I... it's my podcast. We can go fuck COVID. But I mean, they yeah, were hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so inspiring. And then but what's so great is you're so authentic. You got to the point where you're like, oh, for God's sake, like, what is this? I know. There are, do you know what? I'm a really positive person, but there have been some low days. And when I felt like that, I just thought I've got to humor myself. And I'm going to, because I know there are other people out there that feel that way. And And actually, social media for me throughout this has been really great because it's helped me help other people. And it it kind of, you know, we've talked about it before. It happened purely by accident. And I just sort of feel that everyone has has really kind of, I think it's shown you who your real friends are. And I think it's shown you the people that you want to spend time with and what's what's important to you. And, And I know that the way I feel is very different now to what it was like pre-COVID. I've worked throughout the entire thing. I've kept my entire team uh, employed. We're busier than ever. So I've been lucky that I've been busy having some sort of form of regular, like Monday to Friday. Well, I suppose as well, you know, what's become more important to everybody during this is our homes. Like our homes yeah. are now, A, where we're, we're trapped, we can't leave them. But yeah, actually yeah. everybody has probably sat down and thought, okay, I'm going to be locked down here. I do Because mm. I know you do this morning and you give people yeah. so much, you know, in QVC and everything. It's given people that sort of impetus, I guess, to look at their surroundings. Does it matter? Does it matter yeah. that my kitchen's not great because I never eat in? Does it matter that my mm. bedroom's just functional when mm. now I'm watching 52 series of The Crown lying in bed? Oh, I don't no, know. But- you know, there's a silver lining with everything. It's horrendous. I hope I never live through something like this. I feel like I'm 61. If I don't go to another party, it's not the end of the world. Do you know what I mean? But I look at my grandson. I look at my daughter. I look at John's yeah. children who are younger. And I think it's, it's a shit card because... Yeah. You know, kids at university, young kids wanting to do um, go and work as work experience, going into a firm where you can't go into a firm to start work. 
that's the demographic that I feel bad for. But you know what? We'll get through it. You know, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And let's just hope that 2021 is going to be a year where we're all going to try and be positive with America and the elections and what's going on here with our politicians. Like we can come out of this with a better, clear head. And yeah. I decided a, a week ago to manifest all positive things. So when I get a negative thought, I'm just going to flip it. I have to because I just don't want to be surrounded by that. It's just everywhere. Well, I keep flipping it when I get a low moment because I too get many of those moments. I keep looking at photographs of the roaring 20s, which happened after the last pandemic when people were just sort of like, you know, in those fabulous beaded flapper dresses and dancing and yeah. <laughs> together. Can you and imagine I think, the first night out when we oh, all go out? I look at pictures back at, at nights out thinking, why was I so sensible? Why did I leave so early? If I'd only known, you know. God, well, I looked back, me. you actually posted on one of those throwbacks, the great part, which probably one of the last really mega oh, parties I, I went God. to, your birthday. And no, not your birthday, it was your no, celebration. 40, yeah, 40 yeah, years in the business. And oh, we were so hunker-munker together, like no social distancing, but it was like one of the all-time great and most beautiful parties. And I, it was so poignant to see pictures of us all like, clustered with arms around each other and hugging I was like oh my god bring those days back we're all gonna go nuts when that happens (laughs) (laughs) roaring 21s (laughs) and also I think about it in terms of like homes because I love having people in my home like Mm. I really love it and and I felt awful because I have literally I was meant to get things like my fridge serviced and I was virtually freaking out with this poor man that came to like service my fridge so I could keep my fridge going I've got like 100 windows open arctic air boiling through and I'm like how long is this going to take how long is this going to take how not offering anybody a cup of coffee it's just given us all such a weird I know it's very very strange but look it's going to pass it's going to pass it'll pass if you're manifesting I'm manifesting yeah we have to we have to well one of your other things I guess is your exercise regime which I I know I always talk to you about but it's because you really inspire me and actually even today interviewing you I just delayed my my exercise I'm such a kind of delayer of things like that if I can put it off or think of a million reasons why I don't do it so here's the thing if I didn't have someone do it with me I would delay it because I would be doing other things. If I'm away on a holiday with John, we get up and train together. But when I'm working, it's hard. So I have someone on FaceTime every day. It's an appointment. It's in the diary. And I stick to it because it makes me feel better. And that is my luxury. And I won't give it up. Otherwise, I know I would definitely cancel all the time, especially in winter. I know I would. It's got me through this pandemic, let me tell you. I mean, seriously. But yeah, like today, we were putting the world to rights for an hour and exercising FYNI, and it felt great by the end of it. Then the minute it finishes, my life is, is, is not my own. See, that hour is mine. The minute she's off air, I'm rushing to have a shower, to get dressed, to go onto a Zoom or to go to the studio or whatever it is that I'm doing. So that hour is really important to me. And the hour before, when I wake up, John laughs because I have this sad lamp it comes on at sort of like 20 to six and it's just the light starts to sort of gradually go up and it really, really works. If you haven't got I've one, never had one, one of those. Should I buy get one? one. They're okay. hideous. Buy one. Okay. Um, but by the time your alarm goes off at six, which is when I like to wake up, it's true. You have lived through the sunrise. It's, it's yeah. extraordinary. However, the Phillips one has birds tweeting <laughs> oh, and you no. cannot, 
switch it off. And John is the most placid, wonderful partner. <laughs> and he just laughs at it. He says, it sounds like they're texting me early in the morning. <laughs> but for anyone listening, get a lamp. It really works. Oh, I'm going to get one because I've often read about them and it's such an awful name, isn't it? A sad lamp. They should think of a better name for it than just sad. It should be like but a sunrise You're lamp. sort of subconsciously asleep, but by the time you actually wake up, the, the way in which the light has grown in your room, and it's very subdued, it, you feel awake. You feel like getting out of bed like you do in the summer. So I can really, really recommend it. Oh, well, I'll do that. And I think also the key is with you is that you do do it at the beginning of the day. I tend to, I do do it on a Zoom with somebody else, but I do it at all random times. Of course, in the middle of the day, I'm sort of chopping up my day. I think you have to just like get up yeah, and do you have it. To get, yeah, I, I'm an early morning person. I, I don't like exercising late in the day. I'll find no. any excuse. It doesn't work for me. And so what's great is you do so you do so many things. I know you do so much with like the Prince's Trust. You're such an incredible mentor to people. You've done so many, you've got all your awards, your CBE and everything for, for such great reasons. What, what makes you tick in terms of how you make all of that function? I don't know how you do it, basically. I think I'm just that kind of character that just loves challenges and things. And it's you know, we've got so many exciting projects coming up. And I think to myself, why? Why did I say yes? And I, it's because I love it, you know. And I just think that, you know, you live once and it's just so great. And and I'm very passionate about the bullying charity, Diana yeah. Awards, and, and we just supported the Odd Sock Day. And I'm so conscious of badness in the world and young kids that have, don't have what we've had. And if there's just a little bit that I can do, you know, I was thinking about it the other day on my Twitter, there was a DM message from a, a young boy called Kyle that used to come onto the Dragon's Den set. He's in a wheelchair. He's, he's, you know, he's, he's in a bad way, but such a positive young kid. And he DM'd me saying, I just want you to know I've had COVID. It's been very scary, but um, I'm okay. And I immediately, I very rarely go and look at that. I immediately, you know, messaged him back saying, I'm so glad you're better and everything. And I just thought to myself, at that moment, I thought that took a second. It took yeah. a second, you know, yeah. and this thing about people saying they don't have time, well, then manage your time. If you've got twins and kids running around, it's more difficult. And if you don't have help, I get it. But I just, you know, I suppose with before social media, it wouldn't have been as easy to help as many people. So if you've got a voice and you're known and you can put things out there in the morning to give people support and try and make them feel a bit better, then I'll do it, you know. Yeah. And, what you know, one day when I don't do what I do anymore, I will dedicate myself to all of that and have enough time to do. But at the moment, I sort of balance as much as I can and try and support as many people as I can because I can. And, and the other side that I've seen in you that is so lovely, and I'm sure it's hard to even put into words, the love you feel for your grandson, Rudy. I, I mean, mean, I'm not there yet, but I can only imagine if you're like that. I mean, I, I will be exactly the same. It is an yeah. overwhelming love, right? It's on another level. It's a duo. It's, I don't think my daughter realizes how much more I love her because of Rudy like I couldn't yeah. love anyone more than my own daughter but when they produce another person yeah. it's like a bundle and it's 
it's a weird feeling. And, you know, she will never understand it until she has a grandchild. You know, your sister and I talk about it. It's like we look at each other and go, it's like a fix, isn't it? And I go, I know. And it's like, it's weird. It's an unexpected love affair that you don't understand until it happens. And it's bizarre. It's like a club. No, I get it. Because as you say, my sister's got two grandchildren who are literally the light in her life. And we talk about it. And I say to her, but I love them. They're my great nephews. And I said, I love them so much. What's it even going to be like when I, and she's like, oh, you wait. It's like on another level of epic. I mean, you've also got a particularly cute grandson. I mean, he looks But you see, my love for my grandparents, my grandmother especially, was and it's written about in one of my first books actually I do what I do because of her I hadn't realized until recently quite how like important she was to me like every year I would go to South Africa and I'd get into her bed in the morning we'd eat breakfast together we'd go out we'd pick flowers we'd lay tables we would knit together she taught me how to crochet it was like a love that you that you will never forget, you know. And I watch it with my daughter and my mother, for example, and my brother's kid. You listen to those, you know, you watch X Factor. Who's here with you today? My yeah. nan. It's and so true. It's so true. It's, you know, it's a, it's a love that you can't quantify. It's because it's, it's different to a mother's love because like my daughter has that with my mother and it's, and that's where she gets her creativity from, that it didn't mm. come from me. It came from the, you know, my mother who would sit with her and like make things and make dolls clothes and, and draw yeah, with her patience. and paint with her. Yeah. It's patience. And it's doing the things that you probably didn't do as a mother with your own child. You're just at a different stage of your life yeah, to do yeah. it with a grandchild. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. It's lovely. It's really, really lovely. And you know, when I see them, it's just, I, I get excited like a kid really. It's yeah. great. And in terms of projects, I mean, you've done so many, and I know you've done different things because you've now done boats. We're doing planes, trains, automobiles. You're doing everything. Well, what's the one thing I'm feeling? Have you done like a floating, you know, like a floating home or a, I don't know. What would you, yeah, what would we you have, love to do? We've, we've got something very exciting being announced soon, similar to that. But the only thing I haven't done is a train. Okay. The only thing that I haven't done um, God, there are a few trains out there that could use your makeup. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure, yeah. Isn't it? I mean, yeah. somebody listening needs to kind of go, do you know what, we need get Because that would sort of be incredible. Yeah, I mean, I've done commercial airline, BA first. I've done private jets. I've done super yachts. I've done cruise ships. I've done private homes, villas, hotels. Let's not forget Diddy's. God, I mean, we've sort of done... Yeah, I guess it's a train is the only thing I haven't done. Well, that's not much left to tick off your bucket list. Or a rocket. (laughs) A spaceship. Yeah, a spaceship. Let's put it out there. So if it was a spaceship, would you get on that plane and go there? Because you know how you and I feel about flying. Right now, yes. (laughs) Because I've said to you before, you're a lovely man, John. I always want to fly with John because I'm a nervous flyer like you. When I did fly with him, oh my God, he is just the loveliest the best, kind of man he? ever. And he kept looking back at this sort of slightly wreck-like woman on a flight from Greece, Bumpy, going, it's absolutely fine. It's the clouds. <laughs> it's the, you know, I was like, okay, John, if you say it's okay, then I'm okay. Yeah, no, he's very good to travel with. I mean, look, with COVID, the one great thing is that I haven't had to have the anxiety of flying, but I really <laughs> would love to get on a plane and go somewhere right now. I know. Well, I was talking to somebody about it because I said, you know, I was, you know, nervous of turbulence. You and I both were. But actually, in light of the other anxieties, I feel like now we'd be able to kind of go, 
this is this is this is actually a drop in the ocean compared to everything else that's going on I know it's crazy isn't it so can I chat to you a little bit as well about your credible health regime as well we both share the gluten-free thing it's the whole package for you it's not just the sort of the mentally keeping on top of things the manifesting the exercise the sort of the religion of exercise like that Mm. doing it you know daily but it's also the food. And I know that Natasha is the most incredible. I mean, you know, what a daughter to have on that front. No, I know, well, somebody I know. that could cook and deliver food like that yeah. and writes beautiful cookbooks. So I have someone who cooks for me measured, balanced food, which is all, all the macros are counted out. So it's good protein, good carbohydrate, good fats. And I'm very, very structured Monday to Friday. And I do it with my training and everything else. I, you know, for many, many years would go on diets up and down, you know, and only eat protein or not eat carbohydrate until I learned that actually the balance of all of these things cooked right, actually make you healthier and actually, you know, maintain your weight where you want it to be with training. So I kind of learned a huge amount through my trainer actually doing that. And I now am very balanced. You know, my weight always remains the same. At the weight, you know, I, I like to be lean and healthy. And but I think it's a mental thing as well. And yeah. um, and on weekends um, now, being in the country, I actually do cook a lot. And John is like, "Wow, amazing! I'm thrilled." <laughs> but you know, I like to, I'm a feeder. I like to feed other people. So <laughs> yeah. I'm not a cook like you or Natasha. But I can cook pretty basic good food and. And there's something about sort of living in the country, which makes you want to be a bit more housewifey. And I've sort of quite embraced that. And it feels really nice, actually. I've seen pictures of your roast dinners. They look pretty epic, to be honest. That's actually one of the hard... People always say, I can't cook like you. I actually think the hardest thing in the world to cook is a really delicious roast Sunday lunch, because you have to have so many pots on the go and so multitasking. So I actually think... You know. No, I'm all right with that. I mean, I cooked John a, a roast lamb on Sunday with for, for him and his daughter. And then I did a rhubarb crumble with digestive biscuits because I didn't have flour mixed <laughs> with butter. I mean, with custard. Yum. And he was just like, Kel, this is amazing. I'm like, mm, I know, domestic <laughs> goddess, you know, for a moment. <laughs> oh God, that sounds like dream food. Digestive biscuits mixed with Mixed butter. with butter and custard on top. I mean, now because I've got the surgical gloves, you know, because I'm sort of so COVID <laughs> frenetic. I was thinking, oh, I don't want to get all the crumbs in my nails. So I put the gloves on. I thought, oh, I've got, I've got everything here at hand. It was brilliant. <laughs> oh, I just love that. I think everybody's, I mean, I guess the lessons that we've learned are, I mean, for many people like you who work, it was, I guess, time out that you never had less travel I know for like my husband for John everything it was just a full stop of things that you I mean Graham spent you know my husband he spent the first two weeks in lockdown going no no it'll be like two weeks and I've got to I've got to go to Singapore via Mm. Hong Kong I was like okay well let's watch that happen everybody had to slightly just go wow this has never happened to me before so there are things that I think we will keep yeah no I do I think we've all learned a huge amount and I think that you know you can't sweat the small things and you're right you know I've worked through it, so it's not like I haven't done anything, no. but I do, th- I, I know I've worked out the things that stressed me. Yes. I've figured it out, and that's been a really big thing for me. And um, so I've learned a huge amount from it. So 
and I'm going to continue doing it. I'm not going to slip back to, to, to some of the stuff that I used to do before that just used to make me feel ill from anxiety for, you know, stress. And the other thing is that stress of getting to a meeting and flying here and flying there and everything that has been amazing, you know, sitting down and doing calls and not, there's more time in the day to do the things that I really want to do, which yes, is design, yeah. which is great. Yeah, yeah. Which you can do and you've obviously yeah. been able to do on, yeah. virtually or on yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, technology. Yeah, no, I mean, it's been, and I've been lucky. I've been able to go into the studio and design. So the designers can go in, they go in their own bubble. No one mixes because I need to be there with stuff, but then everything else is done remotely. And it's it's been great, actually. You have the music on, there's no noise, no one tapping you, 60 people <laughs> saying, can I just have you for a minute? You're literally, so your focus is so much better. So I've been lucky to be able to do that because I think if I was stuck, like some people in just, in your house with kids and a husband and everything I you know and but I know that, you've also been passionate about supporting some of the smaller businesses because obviously you buy in from smaller businesses we were talking yeah, about at the beginning absolutely. and there were so many that went under and it's been important to give them hope and try and keep them going yeah and I think a lot of people have been very creative in how they've redirected their businesses and you know as an entrepreneur I love seeing that you know how people yeah. have managed that I saw actually yesterday that some of the hotels are delivering breakfast in in boxes. You know, this company Grape and Fig or Fig and Grape that I oh, used the I've other day. I've seen that. Isn't that amazing? Is so that all the cheese clever. and everything? Yeah, just so clever, clever. clever, you know. Yeah. And so I think that I, I kept saying to people, think outside the box, join forces with other people. You can do things. There's always a way. It's very and, Dragon's Den, to be honest, isn't it? It's making people yeah. more like that creative yeah no absolutely so I think and a lot of you know new businesses have been born out of this which is great I just wrote a piece actually which has gone online today for for great you know the great campaign all about that um and it was quite interesting to sort of do a bit of research of how many young companies have come out through this yeah. it's, it's brilliant it's really well good. I have to ask you before we go I want to ask you a couple of questions number one is what gives you life and I want to ask you what feeds your soul. So let's ask first, what gives you life? Oh, um, do you know what? I think it's a, it's just the spirit of it, you know, and my partner, John, and my daughter. And I just think, I don't know, I've always had a spirit for living. I, I guess it, it stems from losing my father very young. I've always been like today, you know, my motto is learn from the past, live in the present and visualize your future. And out of seven days in a week, I would say five of them I'm spot on. You know, That's I've got great. days which isn't. But I would say that, you know, my, my joie de vie, you know, that that thing of living life to the full very much came out of losing a father who was 48 and just boom, gone. It was so final. So I think that kind of And you of were spirit, close to him. Yeah. And I, I just, yeah, so I would say that. And what feeds my soul is hundred percent being loved. You know, I think yeah. you need to be loved to be able to love. And funnily enough, I picked up an old book, which I posted up on my Instagram called The Power, which is another one of the secret books. And I open it every day on a page. And it was all about that. If you love people and you're positive, you know, you'll get it back. And so I, I definitely feed off that. And, and my soul needs that. And Someone very close to me used to say that, you know, if you think about your your heart, your chakra as like a locket and you unlock it and then you 
go up to somebody that you love very much and imagine golden liquid going in. If you visualize that, it's a very lovely, we used to do it with the kids when they were growing up. And I think that's, you know, that's what feeds your soul. It's that feeling of warmth, security, love, affection. And then, you know, when you feel that secure, it doesn't matter what comes at you. I know that you have that with Graham, you know, it's, yeah. it's a wonderful thing to see whenever we've spent time with you, no matter what you say, how silly you are, whether you have an argument, whatever it is, you know that they're there, they've got your back yeah. and that's what feeds you and enables you to give that back. And so, yeah, I would say that. Love that. Kelly, it's been a, just such a you know great chat with you today. I can't thank you enough for, oh. for doing this. Lovely to see your face well, on see Zoom. You and I love you lots. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. And also, if you've enjoyed this episode, do leave a five-star review. And you can find out more by going to buyemma.co.